welcome to the Dog on the Pitch podcast. This is the third in the series of Euro 2020 shows that we're doing. And of course, we've got some of our panel handpicked by UEFA this morning. How are we doing, guys? We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're okay. The lads are slacking. I'm only messing. I'm only joking. There we go. We might have Ben um, join us later. I don't think Mike's going to be joining us, unfortunately. Oh, it's Father's Day, so I've come down the stairs this morning to Toblerone. <laughs> All right. And uh, oh, plenty, of, plenty of booze. I'm not opening it. I'm, I'm going oh, for a five-mile right. walk before I start. <laughs> All right. So, um, first of all, of course, we'd better talk about the England-Scotland game on Friday. What did you make of it, guys? Disappointing, depressing. Uh, well, Scotland should have won uh, if they if Scotland had a decent striker. I mean, they've got Shea Adams and uh, an Australian bloke from QPR. You know, if they if they had a if they had a Kenny Dalglish or a Dennis Law, they would have won the game two 0 easily. You know, um, they they had their chances. England looked um, well. They're playing the formation that I'm used to seeing in lower division football, in which you're trying to play an expansive uh, four, two, three, one, and you end up passing the ball to the left side, back to the middle and out to the right side, never crossing it, back and across and back and across and back and across. And I think we've got players who were used to doing things for their clubs and they didn't do it as a team. It's like Sterling, when he gets the ball for City, runs down the side, stops. And he's got runners all over the place. And he's like, oh, who am I going to pass this one to? And the England team, it's like, nobody. Because you've got, you've got nobody making those runs that you expect at Man City. And all he did was he just slowed down the attacks. So, you know, England just over-intricate, over-passing it. When they, in the first half, when they did dink a ball over the top of the Scottish defence about three times, they nearly got in. But hey-ho, you know. There you go. I mean, I thought it was slow, lethargic. Um, our main goal threat was a centre-half. Yeah. Um, it was a bit like watching Tranmere last season, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then Grealish came on, didn't he, towards yeah. the end? And he was so ahead of the game that he, he ended up passing to a player who hadn't even come on yet. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, did you still, think of it, I think it was, it, it was disappointing. In the sense of, I I just expect more from the team. But like everyone else, I I uh, I underestimated Scotland. Who had to come there and get a result at the end of the day, so they were fired up. Um, I was very disappointed in Harry Kane. I don't even know why he was on the pitch. To be honest with you, I thought he was. Yeah, there was no reason him even being on that pitch. I would have preferred to start Harry Maguire up front. So I think he would have put in more of his. <laughs> um, a lot, yeah. The game itself, like I was, I, I was calling for Grealish to come on myself, and then they bring him on and say Kane and Foden off. I mean, Kane, fair enough, he never played well, but you you need a couple of players on with him to do something. Do you know what I mean? And he, he never had yeah. that when he come on, as you said there. But the game, I think it looked like after an hour, Southgate had just got a message to them and said, just don't lose it. That's how it looked. It looked like he just went, you know what, the point's all right here, actually, for us. Keep it yeah. soft. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I thought Mings had a good game. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Um, I thought we looked pretty pretty tight at the back. 
Um, they did a job on us, didn't they? Yeah, well, it's it it a nil-nil victory for Scott. You know, it's not the ends of the world getting and getting that result. All right, everyone wants to beat Scotland, and everyone was expecting us to run, but not it, it, it. It's not the end of the at the end of the world. Getting a point there guaranteed that pretty much you're into the next round. Um, and you know, when a couple of teams draw yesterday, who shows they probably won, but that made the result look a bit better than anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I had somebody saying to me that you know England were robbed of a penalty, and I was like, no, Sterling dived. Sorry, you know, right, right at right at the end, he's he's going out of play. He's got nowhere to go. So what's he going to do? He's going to wait for a little touch and then go down like a sack of potatoes. And the, I, I think it's fair enough that the referee didn't buy that because you know, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have said that's a penalty ever. Yeah, no, I think it was been. only it was only five inches to the left, and we would have been one 0 up if John Stones had scored. So. Yeah, you know, it's all it's all margins and stuff like that. Scotland was yeah. brilliant. Give them the credit; they were they were really good. But you know, England's probably through to the next rounds at the end of the day. So it's just really massive. Yeah, yeah. So that leaves us. Um, we're in, we're second in Group D. Uh, Czech Republic are first, uh, Croatia, and then Scotland. And if it stays like that, we stay in second. Then we'll play second in Group B. On Monday the twenty eighth, and that's currently Slovakia. So, or, or it could be, who else? be not too bad because the alternative is if we come top of the group, we then play second in Group F, and that's Germany. currently <laughs> Germany, and then just behind them is Portugal. So, what do we think? What do what would we prefer, or, or should we be? be able to beat anyone if we're going to be contenders. Eng England and the Czechs to play out a deliberate nil-nil draw by <laughs> kicking the ball at each other for 90 minutes. Hey, <laughs> it's 5D it's chess all this from Southgate, you know. He's, he's, yeah. he's seen what the possibilities are and he's gone, no, we'll take a couple of draws now and we'll get to Slovakia. It's all 5D chess for him, mate. That's all it is. <laughs> Well, let's see. So it might not be an exciting game on Tuesday. Um, all right. So has been any other games you guys have been watching? Any? Yeah, I watched most of them yesterday. I mean, I, wa I watched France against Hungary. And uh, I think France were pretty much affected by the uh, playing in the heat in the middle of the day because it, it, like it looked like a hell of a hot day. France weren't at the races and then Hungary kind of ran out of steam. In the, in the second half, France put a few subs on, you know, managed to get a goal back. Uh, but uh, Pogba got subbed off because he didn't really like it. He didn't fancy it that day. You know, I think France at night time, you know, under the lights are, are a different proposition to, uh, to yesterday. They just they look lethargic, really. And the other thing is, apparently COVID doesn't exist in Hungary because the stadium was absolutely jam-packed full. All the blokes had the shirts off. They're all singing. It's just like, you know... Just, I'm working doing COVID testing. I know it exists, but they don't care. <laughs> well, there we go. I think the president's made a decision, hasn't he? Because uh, they've had, I don't know how many they've had vaccinated, but apparently they've had quite a lot. And he's just said, okay, you know, they've, they've just opened it all up, haven't they? Well, yeah. Sight to behold. Leave them to it. <laughs> Did you watch that one yesterday, Dean? 
I um, I never got to watch any yesterday, as I said there before we come on. I was hosting the charity night, so I was prepping myself all day yesterday. I missed every oh, bit of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been watching them, unless um, besides yesterday, I've been watching every game, and I'm really impressed with the Ukraine. You know, I'm really liking um, Yarmolenko. I know he plays for West Ham, doesn't really yeah. get a game or something either. West Ham don't fancy about him. I think he's a cracking player. He's got something like. 50 goals and 95 appearances for Ukraine and did you they're not if you watch them they're not like oh wow look at this team the way they passed it and flowed it they're not like that but they can just grind out the result you know what I mean they've got yeah. and yeah. alright they've come up against Macedonia and I think it was Austria the last game but they, they just know how to go about the business I was impressed yeah. with them yeah yeah, he's got a bag of tricks as well hasn't he yeah yeah yeah, he's like he's like yeah. Ukraine are like are a lot like Wales. They've got two, maybe three, all right players in there, and it just works for them. They, they, their talisman always just seems to stand up and win. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was like um, Poland last night. Lewandowski got his goal. Yeah. Uh, Spain, you know, had had a penalty. Shouldn't have been a penalty. Missed that one. Missed the, missed the rebound with an open net, and then had like three one-on-one chances and fluffed them. And Spain were just. Everybody in the studio is going to Spain. They're playing to the left, to the right, back again to the left, to the right. They, they weren't playing any any dangerous balls through. They were they're kind of trying to do what they used to do, but they haven't got the players anymore. The only thing that's happening with Spain, it's a new it's a new team, and it that yeah. I know that um, they still should be performing a bit a bit better, but it's a group of younger players now. You've got a lot of players in there that haven't played together before. They were all struck with uh, COVID like three days before the tournament. Oh. So you've got effects had on the camp and stuff. Uh, they might not do nothing in this tournament, but they're young and they're building for the... I was going to say building for the future then, but you know what I mean? They're, they're going to be playing yeah. in a lot of tournaments together over the years. So yeah, if they don't do nothing this time round, at least give them an idea of what everyone's about for like the World Cup and maybe the Euros after. Yeah, building for the future. Which I'm pretty gutted about because obviously I got them in the sweep and I want them to win, but you know, uh, it don't look like doing it to be fair. This, this team's there, they look well better. Portugal got beat last night, but they still look a better team in Spain, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, you know, and of course, they're kind of more mature players. Yeah, they've got Ronaldo at his peak. Lads, I apologise. I'm going to have to shoot because it's Father's yeah. Day. My wife has done me yeah. a lovely, huge breakfast and it's going to start getting cold if I don't shoot. So yeah. I hope my 15 minutes has done all right and Ben saves me by jumping on in a minute, OK? All right, all right. You enjoy it, mate. Happy Father's yeah, Day. Yeah. See yeah. You, I'll see you next week. See you in a bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, so another thing we're going to talk about, so the, the Wales game today. So Wales have got Italy, cool. um, and they've had a draw and a win. Yeah. Yeah, same as um, same as England. Um, so that should be a cracking game today. I think they'll be going for it. Well, Wales are basically in the next round, unless, you know, some miracle or disaster happens. Uh, the thing is, Italy looked very impressive so far. What impresses me is just the speed of the movement of the team. They get the ball and like they're breaking on teams and they've all got pace. It's like a you know Roberto Mancini's version of himself, five or six Mancini's all running at you. When they don't have the ball, they haven't conceded for 
so many games. They're building up some kind of record, and they they do defend well because they just get the numbers back, and they you know they throw themselves at the ball as well. Uh, so I can, if they remain injury free, I still think Italy are my favourites. Um, Wales, as we all know, have got well two absolutely outstanding players, one other pretty good player, and then a bunch of battlers. You know, uh, I think Wales would go for it, but you've got to predict Italy to win. If Wales even got a draw, that would be like, um, you know, national holiday, as far as I'm concerned, in Wales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a draw would, would get them through. Uh, so they are currently Wales second in Group A. Italy, of course, top on six points. Wales, four points. All right. Um, so looking ahead to Tuesday, so England plays, uh, face the Czech Republic. Yeah. And... What do we think? Any changes for that game? Rest, rest a few players, maybe? Um, no, because they've got to go. England could actually go out if they lose. I mean, it, it is technically possible because then, you know, Czechs could overtake them. Scotland could win. Uh, you know, uh, it could go to goal difference. England could end up third. Might be the, you know, ironically be one of the worst third places. But, um, you know, I, I think he's got to play a strong team. I don't think he can go, oh, we don't give a toss about this third game because we're through. Uh, I, I don't see England as having a bad team. They're just on the day, they're, they're kind of slow in passing, you know what I mean? Mm. If, you, if you looked at what Germany did yesterday, they got their wing-backs into the game and they started playing like Germany because they would move the ball across the pitch. You could see the wing-backs going up, the wing-backs getting there, they're dinking the ball in. And they were scoring from crosses, and um, and they were good. They were not as good as the old Germany by by a long shot, but they were good. And uh, England just sort of, we've got four four attacking players, and then the defenders back. And against Scotland, I wanted to see one of the fullbacks go bombing on and go, you know, go past the wide man or whatever. But um, I think it's it's just down to attitude and, and tactics, really. Mm. Uh, because if you look at England's recent performances under Gareth Southgate, majority of wins have been by the odd goal. You know, we've got attacking players, but are we really going to bury anybody? Don't see it. No. The other one was um, against the Scots. I looked at the corner kick routines, and in the last World Cup, we were scoring tons of goals from corners. You know, and this time, just sling it in the box, lads. You know. They, they did that whole thing where they had, they had four guys lined up and they all break and eventually get a foul oh. penalty, you know. And yeah. that seems to have gone. And, 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 you know, it's amazing when you can have a team that is, looks like scoring from a corner because most corners just come to nothing, really, don't they, in football, if you think about it. Yeah, uh, percentage-wise, you don't score that many, do you? About 5%, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, just, I just think, you know, and, and like things like free kick routines, have we got one? We've got so many talented players and it's the people are like, ooh, you know, we've got a free kick routine. And it's just simple stuff like that where if you score one in an international tournament, even from a, from a dead ball, I think England are good enough to just play and keep other teams out by playing. Even though against Scotland, I thought the defence was... Had players standing off and just sort of looking at each other wondering, oh, are you going to stop him? Are you going to stop him? You know? Mm. And um, Scotland had four good chances in the game, I thought, and should have scored at least one. <laughs> mm. So, the, to, you know, the, the game coming up, I think we might get an odd goal victory, 
and then have to play France or Germany, you know, or do incredibly badly and get Slovakia. It's like, what do you do as a manager? I'd, I'd have to say go. For, I'd have to say try and go for the win, and you know, be big enough to say, well, if you want to win a tournament, you've got to beat France or Germany at some point. Yeah, yeah, you've got to keep the momentum going, haven't you? Um, but your point about the the corners, I remember in the, the last World Cup, there was two differences because I think Kane was actually taking the corners, wasn't he? Yeah, people couldn't work that one out, which seems a bit odd, but but of course it must have been working. And and Maguire was a threat, wasn't he? I know yeah. He- been playing yeah um, but he he was always a threat from corners um i know we've got stones of course now um but yeah i mean i mean the dead balls uh you've got to have a plan haven't you yeah well, like you've got a plan yeah we, um, we, we didn't i mean they must have enough mings must be able to head the ball but, you know we've got some decent sized players they must be able to head it <laughs> yeah uh, it's not like, oh, this guy's got all the skills, but he just can't head a ball from a corner. Mm. <laughs> it's surely one of the easier things to do in a game of football, you know. Um, but uh, um, I'm kind of... We've seen both sides of England, and it's kind of the truth lies in the middle somewhere, doesn't it, you know? Yeah. I yeah. think, really, my favourites are still Italy, uh, France and Belgium for the tournament. And if England come up against one of those, I don't think we've got much chance because they won't let you have the ball. That is true. That is true. And I see Germany, uh, they won 4-2 last night, didn't they? Yeah, they did play well. But Portugal Portugal came back into it and got a couple of goals, but Portugal looked a shadow of the former selves. A couple of the goals were just rank bad defending, really, from Portugal. You know, people just not marking somebody, just not jumping with somebody. And uh, Germany played good stuff, used the fullbacks, crossed the ball in well. You know, they looked pretty tidy. But at one point, Portugal were ahead. Germany dominated the ball, though. You know, they kept moving it. When they did move it, they did something with it. Well, let's see. Let's see. So, Italy, your top tips yeah. for the tournament. See how they Unless go. they get injuries. Um, but they, you know, in, in a, what's his name? Immobile. He looks good. <laughs> Immobile. Yeah. So, you know, I think Mancini's on to something there. Yeah, OK. So um, what about Harry Kane? Do you think he's going to grow into the tournament or well, he's not had a good it, time, has he? Well, he looks a little bit unfit. Or he's just knackered after the season, probably. But um, like I said before, England don't play the same way he plays for Tottenham, do they? If he comes deep for the ball two Tottenham players will go beyond him so he can turn and play that ball to them. And this one, you've got, you know, you've got Sterling doing whatever he does and then, you know, Mount's doing whatever he does. And it's like, you know, they've got to get one attacking format together. And they presently don't. And Grealish comes on, he does his thing. And that's just like an individual, if you know what I mean, rather yeah. than we know what the team plan is going to be. We're going to move it to this area. And a cross is going to be fired in. And we're going to get to the central area, and there's going to be runs going all over the place. But it's like um, the criticism of Spain was that they were not gambling at all last night. Mm. They were just they, you know, they were literally getting to the last third of the field, and then instead of somebody spinning and trying to go past a man or spinning and trying to play a ball in, they played it back to the centre midfielder who played it across, 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 
same thing back 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 across the cross so uh, there's a touch of that with England as well and uh, I just think they've got to be like you know have have that format where they're saying that when we get to this area this is what we're going to do and no messing about basically yeah well, hopefully it'll click maybe yeah. uh maybe against Slovakia in the next round or, or yeah see. let's see okay so uh predictions for Tuesday um what the England one yeah <laughs> oh gosh well I'll go one nil because I think that's the best score England can get I think I'm with you on that I go one nil as well yeah uh maybe Harry Kane will uh get his goal yeah to, to start his, uh, his campaign off. Yeah, he had one touch in the penalty area in the whole game. <laughs> yeah. And he relies on passes. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness. If, if, you, if you pass the ball to him five times, he'll probably have five touches. But, you know. <laughs> well, hopefully one of them ends up in the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. All right. So should we leave it there then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for joining us. And, no problem. Uh, Enjoy your Father's Day, Roland. Yeah, I will do. I've, I've got, I've got that one, that one. <laughs> one you know. there's, a, there's a few uh, bottles yeah. of uh, tributes and uh, results being held up there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. All right. Okay. We'll see you next time. Yes. And uh, yeah, enjoy the game on Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.